Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Hello, my Level Up family. I am so excited and I'm so grateful to be here with all of you today. I love our topic that we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to dive right in and we're going to be talking about perspective. And so what is perspective? Like how we see things is a choice. How we react to things is a choice. There are some things in life we cannot control. Like I get it. We simply can't. However, you can control how you react, right? We have one life. We have no dress rehearsal. We know this. And our goal on this earth is to level up, to make an impact, to live our best life and to be as happy as we possibly can. And too much time is wasted on things that don't matter. And so you could hear that and be like, she really sounds insensitive, right? But let's be realistic. We waste so much energy. We try to change what we can't change. How we see things makes all the difference. I 1000% believe how we react makes all the difference. Our mindset is powerful. We give life and power to how we choose to see things. Like, you know, you could have two people, five people, 10 people all experience the same thing, but how they see it how they react, how they move from it, right, is going to change the game. So I'm going to share some of my thoughts on this topic. And in no way, shape, or form am I saying I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination. It's years of personal growth and development. It's years of building my mindset. It changes you. It changes the way you see life. It helps you to not overreact, to not overthink. I have complete faith. I believe in Jesus and I know that he has a plan for my life. Now, with that said, okay, off topic a bit, people will be like, I'm praying. I'm praying for a sign. I'm praying for Jesus to do something like you need to do your part, right? So I, we need to be fully engaged in our life, fully moving things forward, fully taking responsibility, doing our very best. And at the same time, no, Jesus has got the wheel. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't want you to just sit and just pray to Jesus. Okay. Cause you heard Debbie Neal say so. Okay. So I know that his way is the way and I pray every night and the way I pray over the years has changed. So like I used to like talk to Jesus, like it wasn't a two-sided conversation and you might be thinking, well, like he, he doesn't talk back like he does if you're listening. So I'd say things like, like so many say like, thank you for my health. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my business. Or I would specifically ask for things. So like, I don't know, for example, like, please make this blank situation work out, whether it's personal, whether it's, you know, please make this work out. But I was like manipulating, like work out this way because I thought what was best, right? Please make this happen. So you guys can fill in the blank. It could be like, you know, let, let me end up with this person. Let this person say yes. What, you, you figure it out, okay? Please make this happen. You could fill in the blanks. And I'm sure every single one of you have done it too. And so today my prayers are different and it's more like, I trust you. 
Like, show me. If this is right, keep leading me down this path. If it isn't, keep guiding me. I trust you. I have surrendered to his plan. So what I'm going to do is share some examples with you on perspective in my life, and maybe this can shed some light for you. So for those of you that follow me, I I really hope I, I know I shared this story on Instagram. I don't know if I've ever shared it on my podcast. And if I don't remember, maybe you don't remember. Okay. But for those of you that follow me, I shared on my story about not getting home in time for my birthday. So my birthday is December 10th. And so I was away speaking on December 9th. So I was invited to speak and I was excited. I said, yes, And so I flew there on the 8th. I was speaking on the 9th, okay? And so what I said is I'd like to come back on the 9th and so I could be home for my birthday. I have two travel rules. One is I like to take a car service to the airport. Like I don't want to drive. I don't want to deal with those things. I don't want to deal with parking. I don't want to deal with schlepping my stuff in the bad weather, okay? So I like to take a car service to the airport and I always fly direct when available. Always. I don't love takeoff. I don't love landing. I don't love layovers. Okay. Well, Lord knows why I decided to drive to Newark Airport when I left for this event. Okay. So I broke my own rule. Nobody even, like, I don't know why I broke my own rule. Okay. Maybe that, maybe they weren't available to take me. I don't remember, but like a, like a, like a jackass, I'm now driving. Okay. And I think my thinking was like, I'm leaving Friday. I'm coming back on Saturday. I'm flying out of Terminal A, which is a brand new terminal um, in Newark Airport. And it's like amazing. It's like brand new parking garage. It connects right to the terminal. I'm thinking easy peasy. And when booking my flight, so I went there and they let me know, you know, there's, there is a direct flight. There's only one per day and it's in the morning. So that means if I was speaking on Saturday, and my birthday was on Sunday, I had a choice. I could either take the direct flight on Sunday morning, but like I'm not going to be waking up on my birthday, or I could take a flight, leave after my, you know, I speak, there'll be a layover, but I'll get home on Saturday. Okay. So reluctantly, I chose the layover because everything in life is a choice. Do I don't like to do, I don't like layovers, but I also want to be home for my birthday. I wanted to be home with my kids on my birthday. Now, when I saw the ticket, the layover was 40 minutes. Not much time, but I'm positive. I'm thinking to myself, it's all going to work out. Okay. So I, I speak, I spend time with this team. The event is amazing. I get off to the airport without a hitch. I get my waters at the airport. I've got my snacks. I'm sitting in my chair, just thinking about how great the day was, how grateful I am to be here. So grateful that I said, yes, Then they announce that the flight is delayed, okay? Then they switch gates. Then they switch planes. Now, on a different note, you guys, so I went, which is actually part of the story, okay? It's like a long story, but it's like, I don't know if you guys like stories, but bear with me, okay? So I took a roll-on suitcase because I was... I was all about convenience and I took my Louis Vuitton roll on. So if you guys know Louis Vuitton, you know Louis Vuitton. It's not meant to be checked. It's a designer bag. It's an expensive piece of luggage. And I'm not saying that to be bougie. I'm just saying those are the facts. So when they switched planes, they switched to a smaller plane. They attempted to tell me that my Louis Vuitton roller is not going to fit in the overhead and it needed to be checked. Perspective. I'm like, grateful I've got a Louis Vuitton bag. I am absolutely not checking this. I'm thinking positive. I'm remaining calm. And I was just, you know, okay, this this would do. So we board the flight. My bag gets on. I shove it in that overhead. 
We got on a flight that was 30 minute delayed. Now I told you I had a 40 minute layover. So I did the math in my head. I've got 10 minutes to make the next flight once I land. The flight attendant, I get in, I'm all happy, I get in, and the flight attendant announced that they're going to make up time in the air and we're going to arrive on time, which gets me back to the 40-minute layover, okay? Again, me and my mindset is thinking, we're solid. I'm making my flight. I'm going to make it home to see my babies. Now, if you guys don't know me personally, I refer to them as my babies, but my babies are 25 years old, 23 years old, and I have twins that are 19, but they are still and always will be my babies, okay? And we're really big birthday people, so I knew that they had a day planned, you know, like Ryan came home from college, Brooke drove, um, she now lives an hour away from me, so I was like, I'm going to see my babies. I get in, I buckle up, I'm in row two, which is awesome because now I'm cracking to get off the plane. I ordered some champagne. I'm like, I'm kicking off my birthday weekend. We land. I look at my phone. I'm like, I've got 30 minutes to make my flight. Who's better than me? I've got this. Then they make an announcement that there isn't a gate to pull up to. We have to sit on the tarmac. And time is ticking and now I'm beginning to, to sweat and I'm doing my best to remain calm. And the flight attendant tells me that my connecting gate is a mile away from where I am. And I'm thinking, a mile? I'm wearing a sweatsuit. I have a winter coat on. I got, I got my Louis Vuitton roller. I got my Louis Vuitton Neverfull. I got my crossbody. So like that's like a visual, okay? And so, and my roller bag, which by the way is not meant for speed, and I, now I'm booking it. I get off the plane and I'm booking it. Now I used to run. I stopped running, I don't know, maybe like six years ago. I just so, did so much damage on my knees, but now I'm running. Okay. This was not going well. So long story short, I missed my flight. And by the way, I like pause like five times. I'm like, I'm sweating. I can't do this. Like I'm, I'm sweating in places you shouldn't even sweat. And But I never went to the woe is me. I never went to the anger. I never went to the, this is not supposed to be this way. Maybe it was supposed to be this way. So I make it to the gate. You guys, I watched them close the doors in front of me. The plane was there. They closed the doors and I'm like, oh no, no, please let me on. Please let me on. Like I begged to get on. They weren't having it. I even tried like tomorrow's my birthday. I need to make it home. I need to see my babies. Wasn't having it. Okay. I, I even tried to shed a tear. Wasn't having it. So I was not happy but I'm not freaking out. And, and now I'm on a, a United, she goes, you know, you have to go to United customer service. You have to wait in line and they're going to do their best to rebook you. You know, when somebody says do their best to rebook you, like it already comes off, like you don't have a prayer in the world. Okay. So there's now about 50 people on this line and I'm like the 48th person, right? So tons of people missed all sorts of connections. Cause I think whatever was going on on the tarmac, it wasn't just my flight. It was every, everybody's. So now you've got 50 people they're yelling, they're being negative, they're creating drama. And I'm just sitting there, I'm smiling. Again, you guys, I'm not sharing this with you to to impress you, but to impress upon you the power of perspective. Because I was like, look at these people. Like they're freaking out. Maybe I was saved from something. Maybe I wasn't meant to get on that plane. Maybe I'm supposed to meet somebody incredible that's going to build this business with me. Maybe I'm being redirected to something else. Again, it's just being open to the possibilities. And it wasn't because I'm happy that I missed my flight. I really was not happy that I missed my flight, but I couldn't control the tarmac. I couldn't control the delay. I probably could have ran a little bit faster, let's be honest, with my sweatpants, my winter coat, and all my Louis Vuitton nonsense. But but I had faith. I was trusting. And if I was supposed to be on that flight, I would have been on that flight. And that's my mindset, that God has a plan. And the plan is bigger than all of us. And when we focus on the present, being still, 
being where we are, we do find the blessings. If I was supposed to be on that flight, I would have been on that flight. So that's what I kept telling myself, Deb, if you were supposed to be, because we say we were supposed to be on that flight. Were you? I was supposed to be there. Were you? Like, right? So we get sad about things when we push against reality. There is beauty in everything. There is always gifts in the silver lining if we have the right perspective. So while others were like bantering together, so now you have 50 people. I'm like the Lone Ranger. I'm like, I am, I'm just not having this, okay? And they're all been and and they were. There was a there was a line of complete strangers and they gravitated to one another. They were moaning together. They were being negative together. And then there was me, again, just being that lone ranger because I don't get involved in drama and I am not joining a bitch fest, okay? So I want a different life than most people. And so to have that, we must have a different perspective when things don't go our way. And one of the things they they were all complaining about on the line because I hear everything was that by the time we get up there, there's not going to be any seats left on the flight they wanted. And so I could have joined the banter because of course I was like, oh my gosh, the what if this happens to me? Like, and trust me, they wanted to enroll me. Like people were talking over me, under me, and they're like, who is she? Right. But I took their complaints and I turned it into a commitment. I'm like, well, I'm getting on a flight tomorrow. Like I might not be waking up tomorrow on my birthday because I already realized there was no flights going out Saturday night, nothing that was going to get me home. So I may not wake up at home on my birthday, but I'm going to be home tomorrow on my birthday. So while all of these people were waiting to get to the ticket counter, I went online, I went to Expedia, I bought five airline tickets, five, like what was, who was getting me into Newark, who was getting me into Philadelphia, who was getting me into Allentown, who was getting me into Kennedy. Like I wasn't taking any chances, any chances. So I got a flight from Newark, from North Carolina to, oh yeah, Newark, Allentown, you, you name it. Okay. So the weather was coming. Like the next day was, was supposed to be like really bad weather. So I didn't want to risk any flight not taking off. Plus I now needed to figure out what was best. So I covered all my bases. And the great thing about Expedia is you can cancel within 24 hours of booking. So I'm like, I'm solid. So it comes my turn in line. I get, this is going to be a short story, but now I might as well tell you guys the whole story. Okay. It was my turn in line. I get on a flight. So they put me on a flight obviously for free. Right. So I was paying for all mine online. Um, it was, it was one of the ones that I booked. So they even got me on first class, but mindset made all of the difference. So I went online, I canceled that one flight that I paid for. And then I kept the others just in case there was any sort of weather or anything happened. And I was going to cancel all the other flights in the morning. Cause again, I had 24 hours. I get to the hotel. There's no need to complain. I wasn't happy that I wasn't home. You know, again, Brooke came home, Ryan came home, my kids were all there. I, I was grateful that I was safe. I was grateful that I was in a nice new hotel. I was grateful I had carry-on luggage versus checked because Lord knows where my luggage would have been. I had my bag. I could wash up. I could take a shower. I set my alarm for 4 a.m. And I'm like, it is what it is, Deb. Just go to sleep. Okay. And as I laid down, I began to doze off thinking tomorrow's my birthday. And here's like, it, it became comical. The fire alarm went off. Like I tried to ignore it. I'm like, this is just nonsense. You can't even make this up. I tried to ignore it. Like, and then you hear, this is not a drill. There is a fire in the building. You must exit the building. I'm like, I get up. And my first reaction, of course, was you have to be kidding me. And the next one, well, 
this is certainly an adventure. Like I'm going to have a really good story. So I actually first left. I'm like, I'm taking all my bags with me. Now now we got to enroll these Louis Vuittons. I'm taking my, all my Louis Vuittons with me, but the elevators were closed. So I came back to my room, realized I had to walk down nine flights of stairs. These are all bags that could be replaced. Everybody's complaining now. Now, mind you backtrack a little bit. When I was in the shuttle coming to the hotel, there was a woman who was complaining and complaining and complaining about, you know, everything that was going on. I now am in the stairwell in front of this same woman. So everybody's complaining. There I am living in gratitude. Like I'm going to have a story to sell. I'm safe. Like, thank God I'm in a warm state. And this woman in the stairwell, she's complaining the whole way down, but almost like in a funny way. And, you know, one of the things she says is, I can't believe this is happening. And, you know, somebody owes me all sorts of my goddamn money back. Actually, I'm thinking maybe I did tell you guys the story. Anyway, you're hearing it again. Okay. So I ended up going to bed at 2 a.m. I woke up at 4 a.m. I got through security easily. In fact, even when I went through security, they were like, oh, it's your birthday. I'm like, I know. Thank you. Happy birthday, they said. And she goes, "Um, you're also booked on five airline tickets. Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to cancel it when I get to the other end of this. Okay. So one of the things I didn't mention was that, which I did mention, I parked at Newark, which is one of my rules. Well, the flight that I took landed me in Philly, Philly. So Brooke came to Philly to get me. My car is now parked in Newark. Ryan and Tyler both drove to Newark because they had to get my car. Plus my friend Peyton was visiting me for my birthday. So they had to get her. They had a whole itinerary for my birthday. I, I definitely missed the first half of the day. Maybe I got home at like, I don't know, one-ish. And the second half, they were like, we're going to go into East End for the night. We're going to have drinks at one place. We're going to have nice dinner at another place. And then you guys, it wasn't just raining out. Like, you know how there's like rain, but then there's the kind of rain that like comes from the side. It's the kind of rain that even if you put an umbrella up, you're going to blow away like Mary Poppins. Like it was a monsoon. And again, perspective. How often do we hear people say like, are you kidding me? This is just my luck. This is the way my last 24 hours are going. It's, it's raining like this, but we made a decision. Like we were like, we're just going to all stay in our sweats. We're going to make drinks. We're going to order in sushi. We're going to have a great night. We had a great night. Perspective allows you to see the good in everything. I want you to know that things happen for a reason. It teaches you to pivot to the positive. How do you feel when you miss a flight? With that said, I'm also the person who arrives at an airport two hours early. So I feel like if I'm going to miss a flight, then it just is what it is all the time. Like I'm never late. So if something happens, have the faith that you're being directed to something better. And I'll share another story with you. Totally different. I'm in the network marketing profession. It was 2011. And like I had, I had started my business in 2006 and I was like praying for the next level and praying for the next level and praying for the next level. Like I felt I was ready for it. And about a month after my consistent prayers, everything hit the fan. You ever like go to to take your success to the next level and then everything hits the fan. Like you go to make a change in your life and everything hits the fan or so I thought. So the person that brought me in decided to leave. She took several vice presidents that were on my team with her. And at the time it really devastated me until I switched my perspective. It was the first time My business had brought me to my knees. I fell to my knees with tears running down my face. And I asked, why me? Like I'm looking up at God saying, why me? Why? Like why? I I prayed for the next level. I sat in my nonsense for almost 24 hours. Then I realized this is what I prayed for. 
I prayed for the next level, new level, new devil. So I found the gratitude. I was like, I'm up for the challenge. Game on. Like I was excited. So how do you go from devastated to excited? You simply switch your perspective. Everything comes down to how we see it. There is a gift in every single adversity. There is a lesson in every single valley. If you get away from victim mentality and you adapt that victor mentality and you're like, this is my life and I am going to make the best of it. When I was 21 years old, different story. When I was 21 years old, I went through a really hard time in my life and I had lost faith for a while to say the least. I was also told as a result, I would never be a mom. I would never have the ability to have a baby. And for 24 hours, I was broken. I was devastated, but I had two choices. I could be a victim or I could get up and know that God has a bigger plan for me. And at that time, I couldn't see the plan. It didn't make sense. Now, what I can tell you is I adopted the mindset. I'm forgetting what that doctor just told me. Like I'm forgetting it. I'm I'm wiping it clean from my mind. Because sometimes we adopt a belief. Somebody can say to you, you're not good enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not smart enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not educated enough. You know, you'll never be a mom. You pick the story and we have a choice to, to make that story true. Okay. So it didn't make sense to me. So now that I'm 52 years old, I can see the gifts. I can see, I can't change what happened and I'm not minimizing it. But as a result, that did give me mental toughness. It taught me resilience. It gave me a new definition of hard, you know, and and then I can remember starting my business at 36 and I'd hear people say like, this isn't easy. It's hard. And I'm thinking to myself, I've already looked hard in the face. I can do this. And again, I'm not comparing a devastating thing in your life to a business, but it's all about perspective. And I'm not minimizing hard things we go through. I'm saying that if you want to change your life, change your perspective, because it could have broken me for life. But I made a choice for it to fuel me for life. No one was taking away my power. I could not change it. I could be broken and bitter, or I could be stronger and better. And I chose stronger and better. And I know there are millions of people that went through things very similar that I did. And we all have different paths after, but it does come down to perspective. And so switching a little bit, like let's talk about relationships for a minute. Now, most of us have been hurt, right? Like nobody wants to get their heart broken, but I feel like everybody should have their heart broken at some point in their life because it does teach you perspective. Like if you're the one that was like really hurt, you kind of know what that feels like. And you, I don't know, it gives you, everybody should have their heart broken. That's my opinion. And sometimes things happen and it is heartbreaking, but there will be a point that you will realize that it did happen for the best. Sometimes what we think we want for our life is not God's plan for our life, right? So there's a song called Unanswered Prayers by Brooks Jefferson. So I want you guys to listen to that. Unanswered Prayers by Brooks Jefferson. Really listen to the words. And here's another one. On My Way to You by Cody Johnson. So it's On My Way to You by Cody Johnson. And the basis behind these songs is that every behind every hurt 
every rejection, every relationship that didn't work out, it's leading you to your person. It's leading you to your person. And we can't see it when we're in it, but it's all about perspectives. And so one of the things I say often to myself, this or something better, this or something better. I have faith. I do my best to know that ultimately God's plan for my life is better than anything that I can possibly manipulate to work out. If you spill something, you know what? Maybe it's time you cleaned your floor. Maybe if you spilled something, it's you weren't supposed to leave so quickly. Maybe if you spilled something, you were meant to be distracted for a few minutes because something else is going to walk into your life. You know, maybe somebody was rude to you today. Perspective. Maybe they didn't set out to be rude to you. Maybe they're just hurting. Hurt people hurt. Turn your feelings into kindness and spread kindness. Change your perspective on challenges and obstacles. And you really want this to sink in. Nothing happens to us. Everything happens for us. When we think that way, we will see things different. How about after everything, you kind of pause and ask yourself, what was the lesson? What was I supposed to learn? I can think of so many stories that are funny now, but so not funny at the time. And I can tell you, I, like in building my business, I can't tell you how many presentations I did, especially at the beginning of my business that nobody came to. So there was like, you know, chips and dip and veggies and hummus and all this stuff out. And I was the only one there. And I ended up being the captain of the dip club, you know, cause I basically ate it all. Right. So of course at the time I wasn't happy, but I always went home. I always looked in the mirror and I truly asked myself, Deb, how could you have created a different result? Where was the lesson? You know, and a lot of times it was a come to Jesus moment every single time because it's, you know, reflex. We want to blame or we want to justify. And sometimes we're just looking for like participation points. Like we did our job. We went, nobody came. Like, I'm not here for that. I'm here for the results. And just about every single time that I said like, how, what can I learn? How could I have made this better? There was something I could have done to make it better. Like I've showed up to launch people that like were not in communication with me a few days before the launch. Common sense, silence means something. So maybe I, it was an event I hosted and realized like my inviting wasn't very intentional. Maybe I was so preoccupied in the days that I didn't really invite with passion and value. People will see the value that you place on your event and business. So again, it's all perspective, right? And then there are things that are completely out of our control. You know, if anything, maybe it's just because like they're funny as heck stories and that's what they're going to be in your life. Like over 17 years, I've got material. When we change our perspective, we change our life. Your perspective is your attitude about a situation, how you see it. It becomes your reality and you can change it at any single point. We're here to level up. And when we level up, we have the ability to change our life. So a few tips to change your perspective, don't sweat the small stuff. Like if it's not going to matter five years from now, why are you wasting so much energy on it today? Always see the positive side of everything. There is a positive side to everything. Know that there is a reason why things happen, but at the same time, move forward, take ownership, be engaged in your life, find the gratitude in every single lesson. Know that everything you're going through is bringing you to your next place. Have compassion. 
be forgiving, live in the moment, find the joy in everything. Stop worrying. Focus on the blessings in your life. When you count your blessings, you're going to realize you don't have problems. Our life comes down to how we see it. So I love you, friends. Be absolutely amazing and challenge yourself to see how many things today I can change my perspective on. Love you.